Welcome to Creative Conversations with Costume Designers. Oh my gosh, that was a lot. <laughs> well, us costume designers have a lot to say about what it looks like to tell stories with clothing. I'm your host, Mandy Line. I've been a costume designer for the last 22 years. During COVID-19 lockdown, I felt lost, not being able to make words on a page come to life through costume design. I decided to reach out to my peers, come to find that they felt the same way. I decided to seize the moment and start this podcast. We don't need a lockdown to want to be inspired, motivated, and entertained. So each week, tune in to hear amazing, (laughs) unexpected stories of what it looks like to be a costume designer to them. No one's story is the same. Trust me. Are you ready? I am. Let's do this. Each episode is brought to you by the Western Costume Company, your one-stop shop for all your costume needs. Impeccable designs, spectacular personality, costume designer Dan Lawson and I go behind the hit show, The Good Wife, to talk about how he redefined the way a power suit and a woman make an entrance. Hi, Mandy. Hi, handsome. Okay, let me make sure we got this going. You realize your mom is on here? Oh, what a good, what a good sport my mother is. Oh my gosh, my mom can't even use the remote control. I love that your mom's got this down. You know, my parents were very uh, with it technologically. They they had an insurance agency way back in the day, and they like they were one of the first people I knew who ever got a computer, and they were. Just My on. mom still doesn't have a computer. This is awesome. Oh. <laughs> well, to everybody that's tuned in, I like to do a little intro. First of all, we've got Dan Lawson, a costume designer, a female suit dresser extraordinaire. Some of his credits that you might know, The Good Wife, Evil, Instinct, and right now we still have going The Good Fight, correct? Yes, right. Okay. Correct. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here, first of all. And I love that you have the environment nice and cozy. Thank you. <laughs> how, how are you doing? You know, I realized that used to be my last question. But as I introduced you, why not have that be like, how are you doing during all of this? You know? Uh, thank you for asking. It's really good. You know, we're in Nantucket, and it's um, very quiet here. Um, we've been here a little over six weeks now. And there have been 10 cases diagnosed wow. on the island. There hasn't been a new case for uh, like 22 days, over three weeks. That's crazy. Um, That's crazy. So we just felt like we should like get out to where there are less people and we can be Smart. calm. I mean, you know, when we're trying to do things to help others and... and no, it's, it's, it's so super conscious. Speaking of, and th- again, this was going to be at the end of my interview, but speaking of people that are giving back, I was reading an article about the different shows that have really stepped up during this crisis and the good fight. They called you and you physically started sewing masks, going into your inventory. Can you explain the amount of give back that the good fight has done? Yeah. I mean, Brooke Kennedy, who's our executive producer on the show uh, and Robert Michelle King created the show. She is so like um, civic minded. Right. I was working with her 10,000 years ago um, <laughs> during 9-11. Oh, God. Same thing. I mean, we were in. Stepped and, up. So, yeah, she stepped up. And so she called. I mean, I was already making masks for friends um, 
is called the Bergen Mask Task Force in yeah. New Jersey. And so we were already making masks and sending to her to distribute to various companies. But, but Brooke called me and said, look, we got, let's get into your shop. Let's see what you've got. Let's see what you guys And that was right do. away. She really right. acted on it. Huh? Yeah. Wow, what a great group of people. Yeah, she's so, she's so great. I mean, and, and my team like immediately jumped on it. And you know the thing that we did, and I think that's yeah. important for other people who get groups together. We didn't just like suddenly start making a bunch of masks and headgear and surgical. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, let's apply it. Let's, let's mm-hmm. get our ducks in a row. Let's find out specifically what people need, where they need it, where we can send it, rather than throwing a bunch of spaghetti at the wall. Exactly. And I think, I mean, to speak to the universe doing that, I think that's the thing is if we just take a minute to, as a costume designer, we have to do that as planning, as game planning. And I think with crisis like that, did you get fabric from Lafayette? Did they donate yeah, fabric? Yeah, because I worked with Lafayette 148 New York as yeah. a uh, as a brand ambassador. And so, I, I, and I had seen in the paper that they were um, sewing surgical gowns with some other, they like stopped sewing clothes and started yep. making surgical gowns. And they were going to make like 19,000 surgical gowns the first week that they were wow. doing and so they, I knew they had fabric. So yeah, I smart. And, and she, she was like, yep, whatever you need, we can do it. You know, something else we did. And I just want to do a shout out. There's this group yeah. village and, and we were as, as a group, my costume design team, we were trying to think, you know, who, who needs help outside of totally. our, our group. And one of the big groups that we were like, what's happening with foster kids and going to school oh, because oh they God. don't have. If they, they're already at a disadvantage, and if they don't have Chromebooks or, or tablets or whatever. My nephews, my brother, they school. can't even afford the tablets or computers. I mean, that's right. normal. That's right. not they abnormal. Can't for the school. So, what we, so we were able to get uh, Brooke and CBS and, and uh, Robert Michelle King, and they actually got a whole bunch of um, Chromebooks and got sent to the Children's Village Huge. for these kids. Huge. It, it is. I thought about that because I have a lot of single friends with a lot of children. And I'm like, how are your kids doing online school? I right. mean, one solo income. So I love that you guys not only tackled that, you attended that. And you're a father yourself. So you know what it's like, you know, you're like, they need it. So they do need it. They do need it. And, if, and, you know, nothing else from like the educational standpoint, it's a way for them to stay in contact with their friends. I mean, you know, being social is such a part of being a teenager. So. Right. Oh, so that's why it's because I'm a teenager. Oh, I get it. Now. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, you I look like why. a teenager. You are so youthful. <laughs> oh, don't think I don't have this light. Let me tell you, Joan Rivers. I was the only costume designer to be on Fashion Police because a girl in my spin class invited me, and I met Joan Rivers. But it was the best ever. She was on the trailer of Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. They come out with this light, and I was like, "What is that?" And she goes. Oh, honey, do you think all this work is going to be on camera? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm never going to forget that. Thank you, Joan Rivers. Thank you. That's so funny. You know, when I worked at the, in the soap world, um, uh, there was a show called, I think it was called Loving. No, The City. It was The City. And Morgan Fairchild was on the show. And she was like, you know, she was such a professional. I mean, I didn't work. Oh, right. I just heard the stories. But she yeah. came, in, was like, came in with like, 15 trunks of clothes. <laughs> Her first day on set, she was like, I need a light there and a right. light there and a light there. And then she made him get this big long stick and put one of those china balls dangle from right. and the- hold it below just <laughs> the camera line to throw a little glow up on Of the- course. 
and I called it the Morgan Ball. The Morgan Ball. Well, that would be like you, you or I being on a TV show. Can you imagine someone dressing us? We're like, mm -mm, take mm -mm. it in there, take yeah. it in there, take it here. Take no, I don't like to show that. Yeah, so I get that. Speaking of uh, education and laptops, um, <clears throat> hold on one second. I'm not sick, everybody. I just uh, it's early for me still. Um, I, which is crazy, the show started out and most of the response was from like costume designers and friends. And now I'm getting inundated in the best way from college students, college professors. I'm not kidding you. They're now wanting to find how do I watch the show? And one of the questions, and I had this question too, is these days with all the young, the youth, I like to call them with the youth. You. They they come into this business and it's not even like a negative thing, but they're like, "Hi, I'm here, I'm ready," and I'm like, "What was your background? What have you done? You know, what what is your experience?" And I read that you have your master's in costume design, right, right. And I truly believe that you put the work in, and you know, Sal and I always talk about this. That equals longevity. Right. What? Not that you're for or against masters or just jumping into the uh, you know experience. What has, what do you feel your schooling and your master's has done for you in this career? You know, I felt like, Mandy, it really helped me hone the skill, learn the skills and hone the skills right. before I was like released onto the world. Um, so that when opportunity came knocking, I was able to grab it. I, I wasn't like, oh, can I do this? I don't know if I can do this. Oh, I don't know how to do you that. You had that. Oh, yeah. The tools were in my box and I was ready to go to use them. Um, wow. Where I went to school was just outside New York City. I went to Rutgers. And I went to Rutgers on purpose because I was afraid to actually go to school in New York, not because the city's so big and all that. Yeah, yeah. I was afraid I would get lost in, like, the shuffle of, yeah. of it all. And, and, yeah. and I wanted to learn the city and learn all about it from the outside and then go in. And that's what I did. Um, the other thing that was really great for me for graduate school is that yeah. all of my professors were working professionals. Huge. And so it's huge. And you know, this is so silly, but I just want to toss out this story because it, it, just, it means everything to me. <laughs> so literally I was two days into my first year of grad school at Rutgers and our um, uh, costume technology professor said, hey, I've got um, uh, uh, these friends who are working on a new Broadway show and a little something called Into the Woods. But at the time, nobody knew what it was. And they said, so this company, Martin Esquerdo Studios, has been hired to make latex mud to go onto the costumes. Mm -hmm. And Barbara Materas was hired to make the costumes. But nobody was hired to sew the latex mud onto the On costumes. They need, like, like unskilled <laughs> labor. Enter. <Yeah. laughs> and my girlfriend, Tracy. And we went in and we got to watch the great Tony winning Anne Hould Ward wow. and watch her work at Barbara Materia's Atelier. And we sat there with bleeding fingers sewing right? on the next mud. But the thing was, the people who I met, I still, that day, that first day, Invaluable. I still, all of these years later, continue to run across them. They're now my, you know, my um, cohorts in crime. Um, and it's just it's just incredible to, incredible to me how that little experience was like a microcosm of what my life was going to be right. for the next several years and and just to be in New York City working on a Stephen Sondheim show with 
you know, we saw Bernadette Peters come in for her fitting. And, you know, who knew you were designing <laughs> costumes for her? But, but I did. You know, it's just, it's just you never know. And, and so I feel like graduate school for me right. gave me the opportunity <laughs> connections to then be able to go out and um, do my thing. You know? I, I say that, too. It's not, yes, it's what you learn. But it's where you at when you get those opportunities. If you had just gone into the business and was in a pool of PAs and trying to find your voice and struggling, but you know, that's a, a route too. But you were in the place because you decided to put the work in, to take the time, to go to school because you had a good mother. No, <laughs> I'm going to shout out to your mom. <laughs> but it does, I think, instilling the value of education and being able to grasp those opportunities i think the younger generation is kind of we see these influencers making all this money because all of a right. sudden they're selling bugs and they're hot that's yeah. right you know but and, and so and, and you said something and, and i know you said it, but you don't know you said is that the thing about education to me i don't think it matters whether it's through school or it's like out on the streets, learning, doing it. The thing is, don't go out and think you know everything, Huge. you know, Huge. as it go out and, and just be, I still feel like a student. And I know you do too. Right. Cause I hear you talk all the time. Oh, I learned this. I learned that I'm doing that. You know, we are sponges as costume designers. We have to learn so many periods, so many different professions, you know, we, with we're constantly it. learning We're we're the perpetual student. And, Which and makes it, us feel uh, like we're still invested, right? It's not that we're jaded. Absolutely. Yeah. No, 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 not jaded at all, right? Right. And, and that you're constantly learning. And, you know, I watch your shows with the other costume designers, and I'm always like, oh, didn't know that. I mean, that's incredible. No, it's so thank you. Thank you for, for saying that. I remember we did a black and white episode, and Instagram had just came out, and I was – I remember saying to myself – to my costumers, they were pulling, uh, you know, we were pulling clothes and I'm like, oh no, brown's, brown's going to show up as red. This is going to show up as a different color because black and white. And I'll never forget Lynn Palo walks by me and goes, oh here, honey. And gives me like this, like monocle that she <laughs> got from a DP, which you can see everything in the rental house is black and white. And I went, never knew this. Never even thought about this. I know. See, I just learned something. That's incredible. <laughs> it was cool. It was really cool. And I'm going around Western like this. Like, what are Warner Brothers? What are you doing? Uh, so yeah, like, you're looking really cool. That's what you were doing, right? Exactly. I was like, mm, this is through the Mandy lens. I don't know if you want one, but we're gonna market them later. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for speaking on that education. And I really, uh, I really, we're gonna find a place. I'm working with a, a dream came true. An angel called me yesterday and said, hey. How, how about we get together a podcast? I need an internship for college. Let's put this on a permanent form. So hopefully we're going to get this out there for students to see. I know. What, what a godsend. This uh, kid named Colin. Kid. Because I'm 10 times his age. But hi, Colin. All right. <laughs> Shit. Um, okay. So another question that I – it was really funny. Studying my guests, I thought Meredith has more articles than I've ever read. You know, Sal has more articles. I jumped into you, Dan Lawson. I have never seen newscast articles behind the scenes. It was 2 a.m. last night, and I was like, holy crap, there's so much information. But the main thing that I got from your articles, I mean, Oprah's best friend's obsessed with you. What's her name? Gail? 
Oh, Gail King. Yeah. Right? I mean, this is, you're on another level when it comes to this. So with The Good Wife and then The Good Fight, you took women's power suiting, their confidence to another level. And I was, you know, I looked at Sal and Sal took the real size woman and gave them color. Absolutely. Uh, Gossip Girl and Pretty Little Liars gave teens the right to express themselves, right? right. And right. your shows, I was looking at Juliana Margulis and you've got Christine Bransky. What you did special with each of them, making her modern, uh, clean, sophisticated, and then Christine, you take suits, you cut the collars off, you add metallics, you take off stuff. So my question into this long-winded question because your suiting is so special how do you approach two veteran actors like that with i mean did this happen organically or did you know you wanted to take the power suit to another level i have two no three three uh three answers to that talk about one, it. it's huge one is i this was a show good wife was a show with three leading women number one number two number three and i was like I want three strong, powerful women. I want them to be. I want them to be a force to reckon with. I want them to look feminine. I don't want them to look masculine yeah. because they're supposed to be strong. I want them to look feminine because they're supposed to be strong. Um, I wanted to empower them. I wanted to make them feel good as actresses in their clothes. I mean, it really was a conscious choice to go out there and really embrace uh, women's power. You it was know, a movement before it came back right. in style. You you that's really right. started this. So sorry, we were on. really pushing for that. Number two, I, I, I wanted a show that didn't just have a bunch of dark suits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it serves a pur its purpose. It, it has totally. a great face. But we wanted to heighten it a little. And I remember, I you know, look, you know, as a costume designer, you're so nervous going into any meetings. And you're like, oh, guys, so I'm going to offer my idea. And then they'll show me the door and that'll be that. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes in your head and then you realize, oh, wait a minute, I'm good at this. But yeah, yes. right, right. But at the t but but I was so I was really nervous. So I went into some meeting. I like put together all these like um design ideas and you know, tear sheets and right. concept boards and stuff for each of the characters. And I made it like really fashiony, but still appropriate for court. Right. And so um I sent that out our first meeting, like Nina Tassler was in the meeting, you know, who was way up at CBS, yeah, yeah. Robert Michelle King, Brooke, I mean, everybody, Julianne, everybody was in And that was just you, Dan, and then you have all these people, oh my God. And it's like, duck, 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 duck. <laughs> exactly. The thing was, some, most of it was remote, so it's like I couldn't even see them. It was before the days of what you and I are doing now. Yeah. So it was very much like on, on a speaker phone, but I couldn't see them. And so we'd sent all the boards out to LA and they were looking at them. And Nina Tassler said, she said, I just have to say right off the bat, I'm like, oh God, here it comes. Oh God, it goes too said, much. I'm yeah. so glad we are taking the show to the fashion. <gasps> this is the way to go. I am so excited about this. Go for it. Coming from a strong female like her to say that. Exactly. Exactly. So I was really thrilled about that. And then, so the third part of it was I wanted to make, I wanted to make strong personalities, strong characters, you know, and, and you know this, it's such a trap to fall into when you're doing like sort of high end clothing or sort of really stylish clothing. Yeah. Just everybody looks the same. 
It is. And, and then they start wanting have, the same thing as each right, other. Right. <laughs> and to have character delineation is so important. So Huge. that was the third part of it to go in and like, okay, so we're going to go high end fashiony. We still want there to be Juliana's character. Christine's another. Yeah. So, so we did. And, and, and one thing that I did that was really funny. Um, the uh, lady who played, um, uh, uh, um, oh God, I'm so bad with names. Who played Kalenda on my show? Okay. Uh, so she, the actress, was saying um, Archie Punjabi is her name, and and I spoke, she was in London, and she called me, and you know, I wasn't going to get her until two seconds before she went on. Of camera. course, of course. Of course. <laughs> So she and I had this conversation on the phone and I felt really great. And so she came in and she just wore like a black leather jacket and pants, jeans, the whole pilot. I didn't do the pilot. And I was like, we could do so many different things with that rather than just that. And so she came in and she was, we had this thing. She said, you know, I only see skirts here. And I said, right, I see you in a skirt. You've got a great body. We want to see your body. I want to see a skirt. I want really high boots. They've done like boots. I'm like, high knee high boots and stuff and she said no dan in her beautiful english accent of course of course and remember her saying no dan i want to be strong so i should be in pants and i said exactly because that's what we see i want you to be strong i want you in a skirt and she i love i'm literally getting the chills i'm so cheesy like that but you took you took that what we know and you turned it on its head and now if you look at politicians if you look at courtrooms People are taking risks, Dan. They really oh, are. I know. I agree. You know, the first season or two that, that we did, and Christine still gets people coming up to her. Oh, oh of course. Doing, um, um, good fight. But in the initial first couple of years, like we had um, Julianne and Christine would get stopped on the street all the time by women who would say, I'm a real lawyer. Thank you so much for showing me how to dress. I'm so tired of my black suit. I'm so tired of my face. Right. Thank you so much. So. Yeah, because- really fun to hear that think about it you're a, a human being you wake up with a creative mind and you're like nope can't do that because i'm right. not supposed to yeah and uh, someone is asking i was going to touch on the accessories and the the uh, just the the choices that you use with christine bransky now here's the funny thing is i never watched the good wife i was looking up the good fight yeah she just seems like her flavor and that maroon pony jacket with the monochromatic uh dress underneath like the choices with her makes me want to watch that show it's it's oh my god congratulations so to speak on the accessories which are as bold as the costumes emma you had a jewelry line and a clothing line correct Right. Yes. I worked with this company called uh, Pono and they did this magnificent jewelry and, um, and it was very big statement pieces. It's really meshed. Like we knew right away that that we would do well. And so we did a line for like two at the end was called DL for Pono. So it's so that it was great. And I was so proud of it. And, And she, she was so great. I would go in and work with Joni and we would like put these, ideas together and you know she was so smart she'd go over to italy and bring all the findings and we would work it out but it was so fun to like does you know what it's like to like design things that are then made mm-hmm. and, and made sold. and you so i know and meredith and sal i was talking to them sal had his jacket line meredith had her crown line yeah. and you look at something you're like wow i helped you know create yeah. that and that's yeah, and then the clothing line was yeah. so this was through um, through uh, you know Linda right. Kern, 
Hi, Linda. Kept, She's on here. <laughs> she was so great. She kept, she, and it's so, oh, this is really funny. I'll tell you real quick. So she was like, Dan, there's this. Oh, Cynthia. Thing. Sorry, I got to wave to Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. I want you to put, um, She's like, I want you to meet with this with this uh, designer in LA. I think I think your aesthetics are, are very similar, and it'll work out. So, the designer sent a bunch of clothes, and I was like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. So I sent yeah. everything back, yeah. and she was like, Oh my God, you sent everything back? You did? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I just finished. She's like, No, you have. And Linda was like, You have to meet her. You're yeah. not understanding the clothes. You must meet with her. Yeah. So then she came to New York from London, and I met with. Uh, Andrea is her name. And I met with her and we clicked. I don't know what I was thinking. I was, I was probably so busy. I just didn't even have time. To That's like, what sometimes we get busy and when, yeah, for sure. So then we met and it was like, I think even in that first meeting, we were, Linda and Andrea and I were already talking about, look, we might want to put our heads together on a line here because exactly. what you're doing, empowering women, dressing women, what, what, what I wanted, I wanted my client to reach into the closet Pull something out. Mm, I love that. Know that it was going to empower them and take them through the day. Do everything that they needed to do throughout the day. So I love that you. I love that you say that. Even after I like, I purposely wore because I, I know how you love shoulders. I, you I know love, I do. I do. I, I, I was like, oh my god, the suits. You know what was funny? This is totally off uh, topic, but I had an assistant years ago. And she would come in and talk about the good wife, the good wife. I'm like, what is the show? It was like, you know, first she was obsessed with it because the lines and the tailoring and just what you put into it. So that is. Well, okay. tailoring is key. And, and you said, how do I, I like, I do, I think I do what, um, what a Patricia Field does. I like look at something, say that's perfect. If I if. It and take the buttons off and pull it into the waist and change the sleeves and, and then it's, it's great. And that's the mind of a designer too, because right. I have a lot of assistants go, why did you choose that? Why did you choose that? I said, like you said, you cut this, add this, change this button, this, like Sal was talking to me one day. He's like the king of, you know, you know, but you also did it for an age that taking risk is, you know, it's more conservative That's right. way of thinking. And I love that you just, uh, uh, again, flipped it on its head and, you know, right. gave it a new look. And, you know, and we didn't want to do fat, just, just to add, we didn't want to do yeah, fat. Please. Producers and I didn't want to just do, we, we wanted it to still have an element of reality to it that, like, totally. wouldn't wear. And they actually started writing that into the story. Like, there was one episode where Jules showed up in a, in a pantsuit in court and the judge said, what are you wearing? And she says, oh, I think it's a Ralph Lauren uh, yeah. cashmere suit. He's like, no, what are you wearing on the bottom? Yeah. Like, uh, pair of trousers is like not in my court really shirts in my court so i so i thought it was how you know how they tied it into the story but they but we tried to be um heightened yes yeah, heightened, yeah. Still, and i think that that's why we had so many real lawyers and professional women respond totally. to like i did this thing with them um, new york uh, women's law uh, law association, oh. you know, a bunch of female lawyers, and they had me come in and do a big talk with them and stuff about. Wow! It. Yeah, it was fun. That is something you would never think a costume designer would connect no. with. That is so, and the opportunities and the chances that were given, and that was kind of to one of my questions. Is I think these days a lot of the younger costume designers, I want to do social media, and I want you have like a weekly fashion blog or blog, whatever we call it, you know, when 
the studios help. Wait, you should. Please tell me. You know you should. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, but thank you. I know it's too much work. Damn, I'm so old. <laughs> um, but I see behind the scenes on The Good Fight, you talk about the clothes every episode. So point to this is the clothing line, the jewelry line, the social media. Can you please let our viewers know that that doesn't come. There's a question one time at the Guild where someone said, well, how do I get a clothing line? My show deserves a clothing line. And one of my answers was, you got to show them that it, you know, it deserves this. How, how do you get your networks and your studios involved to do behind the scenes, you know, tidbits? Right. You know, when we, when, you know, the clothes did not start out as a character. I, I, te- I worked on a show and, and, I, and I don't mind saying it because the, it was a show called Lipstick Jungle. I designed the first oh, yeah. season. Oh, yeah, old school, totally. And old school. And when I yeah. first started on that show, you know, went in for my interview, they said we wanted to be all about the clothes. And I was like, well, what about the characters? What about the story? No, we wanted about the clothes. Yeah. And the show was short-lived. The actresses were amazing. Um, but the show was short-lived. And I feel like that the wardrobe, that I don't want to say it was the reason, but, but they put they put form over function. They, they put the aesthetic over, over the substance. Right, right. Do you know what I mean? And, and whereas, like, what uh, Pat Field did. Excuse the car in the background of my window. It's so loud. Sorry about that. Is that okay? What, 11. What's going on? I know. What's, what's, what's happening? Going? Where are you going? Where are you going, dude? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. But, um, but yeah, so, Pat, Field. But, like, Pat Field, like, she made the such a beautiful marriage of character and clothing. You don't lose the character. You don't lose, and you yeah. don't lose the story. And, totally. it, and they, they be the clothes become a character and that's what happened with you know like uh like with what lynn Palo did with west wing the right really took on a life because and, and they became a character in the west wing because they were accurate and they were and 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 they did not upstage what was going on all around them and that's something that i think with the wardrobe that i try to do as a designer no matter what the project is that that the clothes are part of the language of the entire piece right. and not solely the language of the piece. Does that and make I, sense? No, it, it makes sense because I, I watch your behind the scenes uh, on the good fight and it yeah. really was a balance of when you have such good writing, if yeah. you come in and it's distracting, it's unfocusing, you don't have that uh, reason why she's in that pony coat, the reason that she's in this. And that's, a, I had watched an interview with you talking about styling versus costume design. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes back to why we become costume designers is we love making that script come alive, but still showcasing our work at the same time. Right, that's right. No, that's right. Hello. That's right. We bring something to the table. Right. We, really, we bring a lot to the table. And it's just like, I mean, look at how we're framed right now. I'm seeing your makeup. I'm seeing your face. I'm seeing clothing. It's you like, still think about all that, right? Center. Right. It's right there. Thank you, God. You're so, I love Dan's mom. You made a. This is a good son. My gosh. <laughs> um, okay. Let me see. Well, okay. Before we go, oh, you know what? We already talked about the CBS producers and all you guys did. Um, a question. Let's see. I've got some questions from fans already. If you guys have any questions, we've got a little bit of time left. Please ask them on here. I learned from Cynthia Summers we got caught up because, like, you and I could talk forever, like Cynthia and I did, and then it cut us off. <laughs> oh, no. I could talk to you forever. I know, Dan. I'm, I'm glad the last time I saw you, we were in – was it New York for the no, panel? No, no. Who was it? I, yeah, no, no. Right? Wait. 
we were, was it at Las Vegas? Oh my gosh, it was Vegas. Good memory. That, that's right. That's right. Oh, yeah, it was Las Vegas. It was, yeah. I think we were on the panel, Lynn. Lynn and I was so at you, and I was like, I will say, Mandy, I was like, oh my God, you were the most confident, amazing woman I had ever met. And I was Thank like, you. holy mackerel. I like, see, see me, see me after this. I'm like in my bed crying. Damn, Austin's so amazing. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One of the questions, um, and I, I, again, I see this with inexperience is you go into a fitting with your tailor. Do you personally, one of the questions was, do you, do you like, like, I love to pin. I just love. Do you pin with your tailor with you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm such, I, I, yes, and, and I have such, I, I've been through like two or three tailors. I've been lucky. I've had great tailors, but the current tailor I have now, his name is Brian Turpin. I mean, he is my, he's my god. Magic, yeah. So, and he's so funny. He's like, he's like a, a fantasy football guy. No, he's not. Yes, he is. And he's like, he's like, he's got like this big beard. And he's from Oregon. And he's Isn't a, that funny? And yet he is. Is person. Oh, yeah. Right. He studied with the Russian tailors. Ugh. And anyway, so I, I learned when I worked on the soap, I worked for a designer named Susan Gammy. And she would, she would pin. She would touch the clothes. And I yeah. saw her doing that. And I, so I started doing that. And after a while, I was like, that's just, I can't not be in there and not do you it. You can't so because it, you look at the mirror and all of a sudden the outfit's changing in right. the mirror. Was it right? It's so and I also can't look at the clothes straight on. I have to look at it in the mirror. I can't. I have to get behind them. I do my yeah. thing. I don't look at it. And then I stand behind. And yeah. it, it's one of the things I read uh, that you know when an outfit worked during a fitting is when Julianne Margulis strikes her pose oh she would strike her pose and i knew i knew right away and christine baranski says can i borrow this for paris and that's how i know that's how you know you've done you've done good okay so So anyway so brian and i work very closely and he'll pin i'll pin and i'm always learning something new from him i love that because i always say on my tags sometimes if i'm not if i don't have the tailor in the room i say take in as as you see fit you know (laughs) i'm gonna pin it here but I'm going to pin it from the center and you're going to disperse it on the side seams anyway. So you do what yeah. you do, right? You know what a tailor taught me? And I think that this is really key for uh, your listeners. Yeah. Is, um, listen to the fabric because oh, the fabric huge. will point to where the problems are. Those it, wrinkles will point to the issue. And I was like, you're crazy. And then I started really no. looking at it and like doing like, oh my God, the fabric is really telling me what the problem is. You're so right. Cause you see so many times on jackets when people pull from the side seams and they actually should be doing a dart in the front and yeah. you can see it pulling. Good, good, good uh, answer. I love that. We have, we have Mitchell Travers. Oh, I don't know. He did that small. Mitchell Travers. Oh my gosh. Hustlers. I don't know. He's got Incredible. a new show on Apple TV. He also has, that uh, uh, Heights uh, TV show coming out. He's just like killing the game. Uh, so I'm excited that he's here and he has a question for you. What color, I know, right? What color do you want to see the first female president wear to the inauguration? That is such a good, co- I am such a fan of blue. I, I have to say, I know that's silly, but I love blue. Mm-hmm. And you know, I also love green. I think green is such a hopeful spring. I do like that. So I would have to go into the blue or green world. I really would. I just. And with the silhouettes with Dan Lawson all over. I'm going to say green. Green. Once you said green after blue, I like that better too. That that was good. (laughs) I I felt that too. 
Okay, let me see. Uh, Brian Taylor's on Instagram. Oh, good. Brian Taylor's here. This is amazing. Oh, and, and Liz and Joyce's mother's here, too. I see that. I love you, Joyce. <laughs> I love all these. I love when all these the people tuning in. Um, okay, I have a question from my new co-worker, Colin. What is your favorite piece? And one of my actresses on Charmed, I would do this, like, deep laugh and she goes oh my god every time you do that laugh it's when you give me the shoes and i went oh is that how i top off the look so his question is what is your favorite piece in a fitting to finish the look almost always a belt belt oof that's good I, meredith that's will love that answer it's just i will because it will like do the jewelry we'll do the shoes we'll get it all done and we'll stand back and look and mm. i'm always like a belt. That's it. And, 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 and sometimes it's the answer is not a belt, but we do talk about it. Totally. You know, so I just, I think a belt for me finishes, can like really pop an outfit, can really finish it. And I love seeing a waist. And when you see a show and I see shows or shows that uh, uh, I love and or just, you know, scrolling and I'm looking at an outfit, I'm like, it takes two seconds to cinch that waist in. It takes two seconds to put a belt on. Like... <laughs> Do that actress justice. Don't be afraid. Like, yeah. don't be afraid to put that on. Look, I knew Meredith would love belts. I knew she would love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Meredith. Wow, this is so, I'm just, I love talking to, if anyone hasn't figured this out yet, I just want to talk to my friends that I love, that I know are so diverse, and you guys offer so many different questions and answers, and feeling when I see you like oh my gosh Kareen is on here she's one of my co-workers in Vancouver <laughs> I love her in the sleeve I love it it is oh my gosh she okay my girls are laughing at me because I require a gap right there when you have a suit I'm always yeah. like you guys we need that gap with your hand that you put your hand through and they're like well I never thought about it it takes you know time. one of my biggest alterations is taking in the sleeve almost Every single suit jacket on women, I take in the sleeve. It's huge. Even on leather jackets, when I see a costume designer put the bad girl in a leather jacket, I'm like, just take in the sleeve. <laughs> Come on now. Right. Wow. Is there anything else you want to add? I think I've, I mean, I could talk to you forever, but I'm so grateful that you came and showed up and you just have added so much oh, to this platform. I, I, I love what I do. And you can I know tell. I love you can tell. You. And I'm eager for us all to get back to work. Um, it's it's hard, but stay positive and stay social as best we can without being in person. And, um, you know, I think we all, this is our time for us to sort of, I talked earlier about honing those skills, the time to hone those skills, watch the old movies. Um, oh, I love that. I love learn that. From, yeah, read, look at fashion things. It's about... It's about sort of learning and, and, and growing. And I think also having a little inner searching, you know what I mean? And a lot of people are, um, are really being hit hard by this. And, um, you know, I think whatever we can do to help support them. No, I thank you for, uh, for ending on that note. I was, I have a friend who's in his early forties, fit, owns a gym, rich as can be. And at the beginning yeah. of the Corona, he was delivering meals to the elderly he yeah. is on day 27. He is not free of the virus. So it just goes to show, like, we really need to do our part, like you're saying, and, and be conscious yeah. of ourselves and, and other people. And um, 
like you said, that kind of inner reflection too, I think is, is super important. I think that matters a lot, you know, because after this is done, we don't know what our industry is going to look like. Oh my gosh, that is, what is reentry going to look like, Mandy? What, what are you going to do? I actually just got an email from my union and they want me to sit with them and with a whole bunch of other uh, people. Good, good. To discuss what reentry is going to look like in our industry. Because if it looks like, a, mostly what I'm hearing is the amount of crew members are going to be, you know, sliced and diced and we may not have all that work available. That's the number one thing that scares me is they, you know, whoever studios, producers, directors, they think, okay, cool. Well, if we have minimal hair and makeup, if we have minimal wardrobe, okay, that may sound great, but that is us losing our work, you know, and it's got us. So please, if someone asks you, uh, you, you are the experience in the business. Like, we don't know. Cutting down people is not the way to go. I don't. I just don't think so. I, I mean, of course, we don't know the answers. But like Sal Perez, he'll post articles, and some of these people are not even thinking what they're putting out there yet with all these plans, right? It's just now, like who else just, does that? Let me think. Who else speaks before they think? Oh, we won't go there. We won't go there. Not at all. I mean, or does he? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> We won't go there. Sorry, we're not even going to go there. Dad, I love you, but that's a whole other thing. So thank you, Dan's mom. Thank you, family. Thank you, Western Costume, who supports my flyers. Thank you, Western Costume. This is amazing. I know. Eddie really came through, and Linda's like, why don't you talk to Eddie? And so, and Costume Designers Guild for always supporting us. Dan, we'll keep in contact. Yeah. And I just hope we, you know, we all get to back to work. Oh, oh, this is what I was going to say. Esther, you know, the finalist. I was going to end this by saying what she said to me, stay safe, stay healthy, but always stay creative. I, oh, I, like, I, I love that she said that. I, lo- I, I don't think I've ever fallen in love with two candidates as right? much as met, who I don't know from Adam on a game show. Exactly. <sighs> and I just, went, I, just, I just went at it. I was like, can I interview these people? And that's a good point of getting asking what you want. I literally reached out to Amazon and I said, I would love to go live with your finalists. And they said, great. And I went, great. <laughs> you said, yes, this is so cool. So I love that we shared that experience. Great. I really, I mean, my husband and my daughter, I mean, they love that show. If love. you guys don't know, it's making the cut on Amazon. Making Even if cut. we talked about the winner, it's still good to watch. Tell your husband, and your daughter, hello, and get back to your life. And thank you right. again, Dan. Thank you. Thank Take you care. so much. Bye, love. Bye, Bye everybody. I could talk to him forever. And the coolest thing about that interview, I barely looked at my notes, so that means that I just know that much about him. We are going to put this on live. We, me and my cat. Me and my cat. We're going to put this on live for 20 hours. I keep on saying 24, but I'm going to say 20 because it always gets cut off. Um, excuse me. And uh, so that's going to be live, but I'm working with this awesome student. I mean, he's a human being just because he's a student. And we're going to figure out how to keep this up on somewhere permanent so we get to see all the guests that I've interviewed. Thank you again for tuning in. You guys are so awesome. Again, where am I supposed to go with all this makeup? Follow me. Keep up my, you know, look look at all the guests that I have coming on. Make comments. Write me whatever you want to do. Thank you, Vancouver. Thank you, Los Angeles. Thank you, New York, for all the people tuning in. Stay safe. 
stay healthy, and always stay creative. I'm totally copying Esther. Bye-bye.